Hi guys, a beautiful morning to you all. Today's Bible reading will be taken from Numbers 35 and Numbers 36, and our memory verse taken from Numbers 35 verse 2. Command the children of Israel that they give the Levite cities to dwell in from the inheritance of their possession, and you shall also give the Levites common land around the cities. Let's take it from a message to the Spirit to open our eyes, open our ears, and open our hearts to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to be saying to us today. And the Lord spoke to Moses in the plains of Moab, by the Jordan across from Jericho, saying, Command the children of Israel that they give the Levites city to dwell in from the inheritance of their possession. And they shall also give the Levites common land around the cities. They shall have the cities to dwell in, and their common land shall be for cattle, for their earth, and for all their land animals. The common land of the cities which you give the Levites shall extend from the wall of the city outward a thousand cubits all around. And you shall measure outside the city on the east side 2,000 cubits, on the south side 2,000 cubits, on the west side 2,000 cubits, and on the north side 2,000 cubits. The city shall be in the middle. This shall belong to them as common land for the cities. Now, among the cities which you will give to the Levites, you shall appoint six cities of refuge to which a manslayer may flee. And to these, you shall have 42 cities. In this chapter, we see that God gave an inheritance to the Levites in every inheritance that all the children of Israel had. Remember that they were not supposed to be allotted any land because they were serving God with their life and their inheritance is the Lord. This is why whenever I say that when you are on the Lord's side, you are always on the winning side. Imagine people thinking it was unfair that the Levites would not get any land because they were serving God. But here we are, seeing God give them land from everybody's land. That means whatever city they went to, they had a place to call their own because God had prepared a place for them. God did not just give them one place. God did not just give them two places. God did not just give them five places. God gave them multiple places in different cities. In different lands of the tribes if you are on God's side we are not playing here we move on so all the cities you will give to the Levites shall be 48 these you shall give with their common land and the cities which you give shall be from the possession of the children of Israel from the larger tribe we shall give many from the smaller we shall give few each shall give some of the cities to the Levites in proportion to their inheritance that each receives then the Lord spoke to Moses saying Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, then you shall appoint cities to be cities of refuge for you, that the manslayer who kills any person accidentally may flee there. They shall be cities of refuge for you from the avenger, that the manslayer may not die until he stands before the congregation in judgment. And of the cities which you give, you shall have six cities of refuge. You shall appoint three cities on the side of the Jordan, and three cities on you shall appoint in the land of Canaan, which will be cities of refuge. These six cities shall be for refuge for the children of Israel, for strangers, and for the sojourner among them, that anyone who kills a person accidentally may flee there. But if he strikes him with an iron implement, so that he dies, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. And if he strikes him with a stone in the hand, by which one could die, and he does die, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. Or if he strikes him with a wooden hand weapon, 
by which one could die and he does die he's a murderer the murderer shall surely be put to death the avenger of blood himself shall put the murderer to death when he meets him he shall put him to death if he pushes him out of hatred or while lying in wait or something at him so that he dies or in enmity he strikes him with his hand so that he dies the one who struck him shall surely be put to death he is a murderer the avenger of blood shall put the murderer to death when he meets him however if he pushes him suddenly without enmity or throws anything at him without lying in wait or uses a stone by which a man could die throwing it at him without seeing him so that he dies while he was not his enemy or seeking his harm then the congregation shall judge between the manslayer and the avenger of blood according to these judgments so the congregation shall deliver the manslayer from the hand of the avenger of blood and the congregation shall return him to the city of refuge which he had fled and he shall remain there until the death of the high priest who was anointed with the holy oil but if the manslayer at that time goes outside the limit of the city of refuge where he fled and the avenger of blood finds him outside the limit of the city of refuge and the avenger of blood kills the manslayer he shall not be guilty of blood because he should have remained in the city of refuge until the death of the high priest but after the death of the high priest the manslayer may return to the land of his possession and these things shall be a statute of judgment to you throughout your generations in all your dwellings whoever kills a person the murderer shall be put to death on testimony of witnesses but one witness is not sufficient testimony against the person for the death penalty. Moreover, you shall take no ransom for the life of a murderer who is guilty of death, but he shall surely be put to death, and you shall take no ransom for him who has fled to his city of refuge, that he may return to dwell in the land before the death of the priest. So you shall not pollute the land where you are, for blood defiles the land, and no atonement can be made for the land, for the blood that is shed on it except by the blood of him who shed it therefore do not defile the land which you inhabit in the midst of which i dwell for i the lord dwell among the children of israel in this chapter god addressed the issue of murder he knew that not everybody that murders someone actually murdered the person intentionally so god had thought about it beforehand and gave them a law that there should be cities of refuge six cities of refuge three at one side of jordan and another three in the land of canaan god also gave them rules and regulation on how to pick which one actually is a murderer even if you killed someone mistakenly god decided that they would stay in the city of refuge and not live there until the high priest that was reigning at that point died if they had left before the high priest died the manslaughter will kill them but if they remain there until the high priest dies and they live there they can go back to live their normal lives that is their punishment for killing or taking somebody else's life god also gave a warning that nobody on any account should take a ransom for somebody that killed somebody else which means do not take a bribe to free a murderer we move on to the next chapter now the chief father of the families of the children of gilead the son of Machir, the son of manasseh of the families of the sons of joseph came near and spoke before moses and before the leaders the chief fathers of the children of israel and he said 
the Lord commanded my Lord Moses to give the land as an inheritance by lot to the children of Israel. And my Lord was commanded by the Lord to give the inheritance of our brother Zelophehad to his daughters. Now, if they are married to any of the sons of the other tribes of the children of Israel, then their inheritance will be taken from the inheritance of our fathers, and it will be added to the inheritance of the tribe into which they marry. So it will be taken from the lot of our inheritance. And when the jubilee of the children of Israel comes, then their inheritance will be added to the inheritance of the tribe into which they marry. So their inheritance will be taken away from the inheritance of the tribe of their fathers. Then Moses commanded the children of Israel according to the word of the Lord, saying, what the tribe of the sons of Joseph speak is right. This is what the Lord commands concerning the daughters of Zelophehad, saying, Let them marry whom they think best, but they may marry only within the family of their father's tribe. So the inheritance of the children of Israel shall not change hands from tribe to tribe, for every one of the children of Israel shall keep the inheritance of the tribe of his fathers, and every daughter who possesses an inheritance in any tribe of the children of Israel shall be the wife of one of the family of her father's tribe, so that the children of Israel each may possess the inheritance of his fathers. Thus, no inheritance shall change hands from one tribe to another. But every tribe of the children of Israel shall keep its own inheritance, just as the Lord commanded Moses, so did the daughters of Zelophehad. For Mala, Thirza, Hogla, Milka, and Noah, the daughters of Zelophehad, were married to the sons of their father's brothers. They were married into the families of the children of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, and their inheritance remained in the tribe of their father's family. These are the commandments and the judgments which the Lord commanded the children of Israel by the hand of Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. This chapter helps us to understand that no matter what you bring to God's table, he is capable enough to manage it and to address it. The way God is always giving ear to everybody that has something to say. And he will say, mm, this makes sense. Mm, this does not make sense. These people were talking about the inheritance that God said should remain with the daughters of Zelophehad. Remember, the daughter of, daughters of Zelophehad asked for their father's inheritance. That their father's inheritance should not just go to waste because he didn't have any sons. And God said, okay, for sure, they have good points. Do that. And he also gave a law that any man that does not have sons, they should give his inheritance to his daughters. Now, their father's brothers came to meet Moses and said that if these daughters married to another tribe, that means that their father's inheritance that they collected will be given and moved to another tribe. The land of the children of Israel was divided according to their size. So God said, you people have good points too. So what we'll do is, I'll give an instruction that these daughters, that they got their father's inheritance so that their tribe does not lose the land or the inheritance. They must marry within their father's tribe. And thankfully, the children of Zelophehad, his daughters had married only people from their father's tribe, which settled the case. No case is invalid in the presence of God. No emotion is invalid in the presence of God. Know that and know peace. And this is how we end today's Bible study. I hope you guys have a great day through the inviting the Holy Spirit into your daily activities. I love you and Jesus loves you even more.